One, two, three. Dad without a dad production. Hey everybody, and welcome to Dad Without a Dad. That is Dad Without a Dad. My name is Jose de la Roca, and you can follow me on Instagram at Mr. Jose de la Roca or tweet me at Mr. Jose de la Roca. And my name is Andy Griffiths, uh, Jose's lovely, lovely co-host. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter at Gaming Goodness. A little saturated, but that's on my end. But we would like to say welcome back to Andy, to his podcast. He he likes to miss one or two here and there, but, you know, we always have a backup. Uh, we had the wonderful Will Brocas with us uh, past weekend. So we always want to say shout out to him and his lovely wife. We checked on him. He's almost like Andy, almost ready to pop a baby. Not you guys, of course. You're wonderful parent. I mean, parents, uh, partners. But you guys uh, are wonderful people. So we checked with Will. We had an amazing conversation about UK politics and geographical and sports-related things. Which anybody who wants to know how weird UK England political geographical sports history is you guys should go check it out i'm even even talking to my english partner that i'm looking at right now if you want to know more about your history andy go listen to the podcast that we just did with will it's going to be very amazing and very informative for you the englishman in the house i would definitely check it out uh talking to will is always a little bit of an educational experience anyway so uh yeah it it sounds like good fun was had by all in my absence which i'm very happy to hear about so today we're going to be talking about health uh, everything related about health. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, uh, my wonderful partner, Andy Griffith, was is a dad who didn't have a dad, and I am a dad who didn't have a dad. I grew up in Guatemala. Uh, <laughs> Andy grew up in England. He's still there. Yep. And uh, yep. uh, so we basically connected a couple of years ago, and it turns out that we didn't have dads growing up, and now we're dads, and we're sharing the stories with you guys and today we're going to be talking about our health, uh, our kids' health, and how health, you know, care is different in England than here. I'm going to be talking about uh, my experience of going to the doctor to, you know, uh, I guess very personal things. Hopefully not to get too graphic, but he may help somebody out there. Uh, so yeah, stick around. But first, I want to say that if you guys are listening to this on SoundCloud. Yes, we still are in SoundCloud, and to, I don't know if Andy wants to know the whole details, why I'm still, and we still are on SoundCloud, but let's just say uh, our last podcast, episode 100, I said we were not going to be on SoundCloud, I was thinking of moving the podcast to Anchored, and then let's just say that uh, it became very difficult, and all of our content disappeared, only three um podcasts were showing then i had to create an account delete an account pay more money for one account then i had to go and ransom our podcast because soundcloud basically said uh if you don't pay up we just going to show three podcasts and they literally erase every podcast from everywhere else so i literally had to go and pay for 16 dollars for one month and get our podcast shown again so everybody could see that not that people are looking for them but let's just say you never know. So we're still in SoundCloud because I had to go pay the ransom. 
uh, for a month. And um, let's just say that we've been doing this so long that it's a good idea to stay with SoundCloud because even I was going through my Instagram, all the links are there for every podcast we have done for past three years. We have SoundCloud everywhere. So let's just say we're going to stick with SoundCloud. But if you guys want to help us out, uh, there's a donate button now in our SoundCloud account. All you got to do is go to SoundCloud, uh, dad without a dad. That is dad without a dad. If you guys want to contribute to help out the cause, you guys are more welcome. Also, I have a PayPal account, uh, paypal.me slash Jose de la Roca. If you guys want to contribute and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast anywhere you listen to your podcast. Give us a review and give us five stars. Not for me, but more for Andy because he's, he's the star in this house. I need it. I need the validation. Everyone knows that. Everyone that knows me, I'm a fickle soul. More validation I can get, the better. So, so can you believe that? I had to go pay ransom for a podcast. I tell you what, man, it doesn't surprise me <laughs> because SoundCloud is um, it's always been a bit weird. They've all never really known what they want to be or do. Like I remember when that. Um, so I've been on SoundCloud for years. Uh primarily because i used to use it for like find indie music and stuff like that and, and video game soundtracks um and then i started using it for like as part of marketing campaigns for games that i worked on um so yeah it, it doesn't surprise me uh and their fees are okay but i think i don't think most users get their podcast from there anymore they get it from everywhere else but i agree with you we're on there we've always been on there but we'll look into it a bit more i think yeah, so I had to go pay $16 to get all of our podcasts back on track for everybody that is looking for us to go and enjoy our podcast. So there you go. That's uh, uh, that's our, our shtick at the moment. So if you guys want to go subscribe, subscribe. And thanks very much for listening to this little segment of please go support us. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, so we were going to be talking about health, but before that, let me just open my Hairless Dog Brew Company beer and says, get right to health. Andy, last time we checked with Will, we wanted to know how was everything in the Brocas family since they're about to become parents. Now, yep. we all want to know, how's your wife doing? So you alluded it to it earlier. So like Will's uh, wife, my wife is also pregnant. She's in the final throes of pregnancy. Like literally our due date is, is less than a month away at this point. And basically you, you have two types of people in the world. There are people who say that they don't like being pregnant. And then there are other people in the world who are liars who say that they love being <laughs> pregnant um, because being pregnant is horrible and horrendous uh, for everyone, especially in the last month. Um, you know, uh, so she's going through a lot at the moment. She's suffering through it, bless her. Um, you know, uh, and just things like muscular pain, um, you know, movement problems, uh, back problems, stuff like that. All the regular, um, pregnant lady problems, um, that happen. But we've got a clear end date, right? And that end date is within the next month so uh yeah it's um been to the doctors a few times we've we've had advice on you know what is the what we should do what we're gonna have to do um so yeah everything's good it kind of feels like um i don't know i'm trying to come up with a with a, an example 
of like it, basically it feels like there's pressure coming do you know what i mean i don't want to say eye of the storm because that sounds needlessly dramatic <laughs> it's more like you know it's more like it's the end of summer right and winter is coming you know winter's coming and you kind of just want to get it over with and you just want to get it done so that we have the good bits um and like we're massively excited to have a, a second child it's going to be absolutely amazing she's going to be a girl which is brilliant um we're toying around with names at the moment as well and um it's more just this final stage you know where like the baby room is done nursery whatever the hell you want to call it um you know my son's like we've, we've prepped him as much as we can you know we told him about the 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 his his sister in mummy's belly and all that stuff so we're kind of we're ready to get going um so yeah it's it's just waiting at the moment um but yeah, we still got some time. I was talking to uh, Will's uh, wife, wonderful wife. Shout out to Mariam. Mariam. Yeah. So, sorry, Mariam. Uh, I'm going to yeah. butcher your name just like I butchered Portsmouth all the time eh, for the rest of my life, I guess. Um, and of course, we're talking in Spanish and I could hear Will in the back going. <sighs> uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, but I was talking to her and then it dawned on me that you guys are like could be parents anytime because you and uh your uh, wonderful wife and and mariam are co almost the same date and then dawned on me that's why i wanted to bring will is that the baby could be born any time right because i remember I like my son was a c-section um and then he was like three weeks early and so to that point your wonderful little girl could be born any time right yeah so we're already like <laughs> we're already preparing for that to such an extent where so pubs in the uk are starting to open up again now right <laughs> what is that right. hang, hang on there there's a link there we're gonna get there we're gonna get there together it's gonna be great everyone's gonna have fun so <laughs> so we're already oh, you better come out with say. this you better come out good on this story because remember your father-in-law is listening. Your mom <laughs> is listening. Your brother listens. Your yeah. wonderful sister listens. So if you're going to start saying we're getting ready to become parents because <laughs> the pubs are open. So I'm going back to a pub tomorrow. Like obviously lockdown and all that stuff is the first time for like forever, right? And this is like not sitting in a garden. This is actually going inside a pub because... <laughs> You know, Boris has said that it's okay to do it, our Prime Minister. And um, I've been looking forward to this for ages, right? Uh, because it's a good chance to get some draft beer, sit inside with a few mates, and then just talk shit. And then it dawned on me yesterday, I'm like, I can't really do that. Like, I can maybe have one beer, maybe, but probably not, um, just in case I get a phone call. And that phone call is, oh, hey, something's happening. Can you take me to the hospital or whatever? Or because I, you know, there, there's a difference between having zero and one and, and going at it. And obviously I wouldn't do that anyway. Um, but like, I don't want to be, because I haven't drunk for ages either, right? So if I have a tiny bit of alcohol, it's going to have a bigger than usual effect. So I'm like, well, I'm probably not going to drink tomorrow because you never know. I might get a phone call. Um, what is it? Other stupid things that I've got coming up. So I play football every monday so i need to keep my phone on me or have my phone uh my watch on so that my phone goes off and i'm i'm available at all times 
Uh, what else am I doing? And on Sunday the 30th, I'm going go-karting with a few friends as well. Um, so yeah, all those things, just got to be aware. Just got to be ready and waiting for a phone call. But I'm trying to keep all that stuff down to a minimum. So I'm not, you know, I'm not going out there. Um, and me and my wife have a rule, which is like, don't leave the county. Uh, so I'm, I'm sticking to that. So yeah, we should be okay. Um, and just, to, uh, just, yeah, to finish just it. be ready to drive at any one point, basically. Just to finish it, uh, Andy is a wonderful dad. And it's not like he's been waiting to do this the last minute. It's just because now his prime minister tells him that he could do it. So he's compelling everything into one week and he's going to go nuts for one week <laughs> because he's been a a single dad with a wonderful pregnant uh, wife for a couple of weeks. How, how long has it been since you've been off from work? Uh, it's been around about four weeks. Yeah, you need a beer, right? And by the way, you, yeah. you, you have... <laughs> Great beer with mates every Sunday when you and I record, but I'm just saying. But I I will recommend you have one beer. Uh, yeah. I don't think. Are you really that lightweight? No, I'm not. But it's like it's more the um, it's the driving thing, man. Like I don't want to. I if I can, I don't want to drink anything if I'm driving, um, just because. I just don't. And also the other thing as well is if I just have one beer, I'm just sleepy. Like it's not like I'm buzzed or anything like that. I just get sleepy and I don't want to be sleepy and going through <laughs> going through that stuff or making decisions or trying to be emotionally supporting because like, you know, it just wouldn't go well. So yeah, um, I'm probably not going to have anything tomorrow. I might have a half pint or something like that, but I probably won't have anything. Um, but yeah, we're, we're starting to think about that. Like, You know, full term is is thirty seven weeks basically, um, and my wife's at thirty six. So yeah, it, after thirty seven weeks, it's any time. <laughs> and uh, that's why you're taking next week off and just going go karting. Yeah, football, exactly. Just do whatever. Getting yeah, drunk. Yeah. I, I'm kind of jealous of go karts. Uh, I probably again I don't have friends, uh, so it's not like I could go. My friends are literally my nephew, my niece, and my son. <laughs> <laughs> we play Mario Kart every weekend, so there you go. <laughs> um, uh, that's pretty cool, though. Like, I say drink a beer, but I do see you being one of those that uh, falls Hang asleep, on. like, with yep. one beer. I used to have a lot of friends that are girls that did that, but, you know, yeah, uh, I'm not saying it's, you're a girl. It's totally but. fine. There's no judgment there, right? It's totally okay. There's no judgment there. Uh, I used to drink 30 beers in one night at one point. <laughs> And that's not good either, right? No, definitely not good. We already talked about that. Uh, no. uh, anyway, so, all right. So, glad to know. Uh, let's move to your health. Uh, it was Tuesday or Wednesday, and then I got a new phone because I like to do all my social media. And one phone where I don't care if the phone gets hacked by Facebook or I don't care if that phone is being tracked by Facebook and everybody else so i decided to get a throwaway phone uh and this guy was selling a pixel 4a for like 200 bucks and i just decided to go and you know get that phone and then i've been doing a lot of um social media stuff nowadays and i also do a uh, content creator for a couple fat burgers accounts and then uh so i had to go on facebook which i hate And one thing about Facebook, and everybody probably knows this, but it's, it's kind of new to me because I'm not a, a Facebook 
person. I'm more of a Twitter and Instagram. And you can follow me at Mr. Jose de la Roca. So every time you go into Facebook, Facebook, like, if you like something or somebody, they will throw whatever that person is doing, right, to your face. As soon as you open Facebook, whether it's on a PC or on your phone, it's like, here you go. This is what this guy's doing right now. Go, 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 go. See it, see it. Like it. And then so most of the time is is my father-in-law or like a couple of people that I actually like their stuff and Facebook shows it to me. It's like, yeah, here you go. But most of the time it's about the the groups that I post all of our um, podcasts. But this time it was Andy right there and he had like a rainbow. And I was like, what is (laughs) Andy doing with the same picture that he has where he looks, you don't know if he's sad, if it's just serious or it's, he it's just like it's, it's a professional photo uh, you can tell that because it's in front of brickwork of some sort that makes it look professional no it's it's <laughs> behind like 20 other people anyways <laughs> there's like half a face like to your left i think you took that picture when you were working a free jam and you never updated it was one of those things that is like all right just be something and andy was like let me smell the fart and there <laughs> and then uh Anyway, so the picture had a rainbow, and Andy really doesn't post. But this time, it was like a rainbow and a little tag that says, Hey, everybody, I got vaccinated. Woo! Come and check it out, please. And I was like, oh, okay. I need to see this. And he changed his profile. He was telling everything to the world that he got vaccinated. I was like, how cool. And I started texting him and joking around. So tell me, Andy, about your health. How's it doing after you got vaccinated? So, the, so there's a couple of things. So uh, I am 35, almost 36. And in the UK, we're only vaccinating uh, over 42s at the moment. Or I think it's it's around about that age. So um, I got invited to do the Pfizer one, I think, um, because my wife is pregnant. Um, so that's one of the the Pfizer one is basically one that hasn't been linked with blood clots uh, and essentially hasn't been. Um, by the way, we're not doctors. Uh, we're not, you know, uh, qualified people. We're just two people trying to figure all this stuff out. So I'm going to regurgitate what I what I believe I know. Um, we're not qualified and... people. That's the best. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we definitely are. I'm not. Uh, anyway, that's why I don't have a job. Um, <laughs> anyway, with 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 sidetracking. Um, so I got the Pfizer one. Uh, I got a text message from my local doctors at like on a on the Monday um, at like 10 a.m. Basically saying, hey, it really felt like a fishing text message, to be honest. It was like, hey, here's the your local medical center. Just to let you know, if you want to va- get vaccinated against COVID, if you click this link, you'll be able to book. And I was like, this is bullshit. This isn't a thing. And I, I talked to my wife. I was like, do you get this thing? Do you get a text message saying you should click on this link? And she was like, yeah. I was like, I'm not doing that. That sounds like a phishing scam. I'm not doing that. Uh, and then they called her up and they said, hey, you know, you are pregnant. Um, congratulations. You should probably get vaccinated. You have an opportunity to do that tomorrow. So I knew that it was legit. Uh, so I clicked the link, booked myself in. Um, they had loads of different times available. I went down very, very easy local community center queued up for like 10 minutes in a corridor that was quite COVID secure, I guess quite close. Um, and then just got it done. 
um, and then came back. Uh, to my wife, I got it done at the same time. We had sore arms. Um, I felt a little bit lethargic the day after. But other than that, it didn't really have much impact at all. Um, I did have a sore throat as well. All those symptoms are totally normal. Uh, that's just your body essentially reacting to the to the foreign material that's inside you. And hopefully you'll have some COVID-resistant antibodies that can fight off anything that comes over. Um, the only thing, it takes a couple of weeks for it to kind of like activate and for you to be protected uh for the efficacy to to be high enough um so obviously i'm currently within that window because it was only like less than a week ago so yeah it was um we feel all good really here it it's it's odd my response to getting that text message was really weird because i kind of you know like me and my wife had talked about potentially get a vaccination or not getting vaccinated and we're very very pro-vaccine in the uk um you know anyone that's educated is really uh because they're not idiots and um we decided that if we were going to get offered one we would take it but if we weren't going to get offered one we wouldn't go out of our way to kind of like say hey we need one um because you know the nhs essentially decides who needs one and what their supplies are and stuff like that so when i got that test message my res response was like oh man now i have to think about this now i have to make a decision like do i want to get vaccinated do i not want to get vaccinated are there other people out there that deserve it more than me um uh, but the pregnancy thing completely completely threw it um wait so, are yeah. you saying that your wife also got it yeah 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 wife almost got it uh, also got it as well i think to be fair the only reason that i got it was because it was offered to my wife um, so my, they're now changing the health advice in the UK. Uh, they're essentially, they're advising women who are pregnant, um, especially who are in their, their final stages of pregnancy to go get vaccinated. Uh, the reason being is that, um, and you might have heard about it in the news, like earlier this year in Brazil, uh, there was a spate of um, essentially newborn related deaths, um, not due to COVID, but due to pregnancy complications, which arose because of COVID. Um, so... You know, there's lots of advice on the NHS website. So, Will, if you're listening to this or if anyone who's from the UK is listening to this, like go to the NHS website, you'll find out all about it. The guidance has very recently changed and they're now advising that pregnant women do get vaccinated. And it is just the Pfizer one that they are recommending um, due to the, the when you are pregnant, you have more blood going through your veins anyway. Um, and there is an increased chance of clotting for whatever reason. That could be lack of mobility. That could be whatever. Um So, uh, yeah, it's it's it, it it was cool to get done. It's one less thing we have to worry about, uh, especially as you know, we're all going to be going into hospitals in, you know, uh, me and my wife will be going into a hospital in like a month's time. So obviously, if there is a spike in COVID cases at that point, we know that we're that we're protected. If that you know, if we do have to go into hospital for whatever reason, so how does that that's, work? That's like, uh, it, so what if? the baby arrives before you guys get the second one like will somebody come in and give it to your wife uh i don't think honest, she I will have, be I how is she going to no go idea. you know it was like i just had a baby how am i supposed to <laughs> go get the second one you could so go I, so i know that they they're supposed to uh, the different vaccines the different vaccine types that you get have a different um rates between them so for example i think for the pfizer one i think is they recommend it's within three weeks or something like that you get your second vaccination yeah um so uh i have no idea 
Um, absolutely no idea. Don't know. All I know is that I've got my vaccine card by my phone and I've got the date when I was given and I've got the batch number and all that stuff. So, you know, they'll get in touch. I mean, I'm, I'm not really... What do you mean by your phone or in your phone? Uh, in my phone and also by my phone. So I've got like a phone wallet thing where my cards all go in there. Yeah. I, I Is that got... like a vaccine passport thing? Yeah. Like uh, the county nice. sent me a, a vaccine passport to my phone and now I have it on my digital wallet nice <laughs> so i think we have one of those over here as well i think i can say that i got one and plug it into the nhs app and then that does stuff but i haven't done that yet so you're all good i mean i saw your smiley face not really in your your pic it's just funny and then i think one of your friends who is also friends with me on uh on uh, facebook had the same little thing that he that you had so i was like it must be like a uk thing saying hey we got vaccinated everybody go get vaccinated like, so there's so there's a couple of things so obviously like facebook is like always hammered in the media for like propagating serving people up negative news stories yeah. or controversial stuff so essentially when you get vaccinated like it um you can just put it as an update to your existing profile pic um, but I think the reason why they serve that up to people is that profile pic changes always get served up because they're super engaging posts, right? Like you're changing what you look like for whatever reason. Um, so, yeah, uh, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. I don't know when I'm going to change it back. I don't know if it automatically changed back. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that picture, I'm like, that picture's like five years old. I should totally change that picture. It totally should. Way different. <laughs> ah, okay, so your health is good. Your wife's health is good. <laughs> Do you like beer? I do. And now I can have great craft beer any time of the day, thanks to my friends at Hairless Dog Brewing. Hairless Dog Brewing are the first domestic US 0% ABV craft beer brand with truly alcohol-free products. That means you can have a great craft beer any time of the day. I usually have the Citra Lager for lunch or the coffee stout with my waffles. But most of my friends and family like the IPA. I quit drinking about five years ago, and I always looked for great non-alcoholic beers. And I finally found them at Hairless Dog Brewing. So head over at drinkhairlessdog.com, that is drinkhairlessdog.com, and use my promo code, De La Roca, D-E-L-A-R-O-C-A, to receive 10% off your purchase. That is drink hairlessdog.com promo code de la roca so i wanted to share a little thing that happened this two days ago and i had to cancel a couple times because of different things but um i went to the doctor for a very dad type of situation but before i get into that um i want to know more about nhsa yeah what is it no, so it's the NHS. So it's the National Health Service. So okay. basically, it is state-sponsored healthcare. So in the UK, you can opt into private healthcare. So you could go with a company like Bupa or whatever, um, and you are, you know, you you basically get seen by uh, other people in different areas. But everyone automatically, as soon as you're born in the UK, or you come here and register in the UK. As soon as you're registered here, you get access to the NHS. So that's um, healthcare, which is free at the point of use, which basically means everyone gets assigned a, a GP, general practitioner or a doctor. Everyone, in theory, has access to a dentist if you can find them. 
Um, so you get free dental care up to a point, but I think most of the time you have to pay for it now. Um, but yeah, GP wise, we we have to pay for um, certain prescriptions. Um, but you know, if I have a ruptured appendix or if I have a heart attack and I have to go into hospital and they have to give me life saving care, um, I don't have to pay anything for that. Um, you know, brain surgery, whatever. It's it's brilliant. It's amazing. It's basically. It's like Medicare that you guys have over there, I you think. Pay, you just said free? Yeah, like free. Like it doesn't cost you any money. You motherfuckers. But we do have higher taxes as a result, right? So okay, everyone so, pays international insurance. All right. So not to go into the details of numbers, but let's say you get uh, your paycheck. And here yep. in California, uh, I have my paycheck of $100. And then I yep. get three deductions, like federal, state, social security, and I get another one that I forgot. So I got four deductions. So uh, do you guys get $100 and then you get the Queen's tax, the NHS <laughs> tax, and the T-tax? Or how does that work? Do you, like, literally somebody takes a percentage of you for the NH NHS? Yeah. So is so that, like, way- a thing right there? It says NHS minus five bucks so yeah so it's all itemized so you know how much is going towards the nhs you know how much is going towards your council tax so your council tax is like you know state tax if you like so it pays for you know signs and parks and all that stuff um and you'd also have uh uh vat as well so vat is also in that so vat is something that you basically whatever you buy their sales tax so you'd call that sales tax the sales tax on top of it um but basically the nhs is directly tied to how much you pay on national insurance and that's around about let's take that hundred dollars or hundred pounds example you tend to be paying around about 23 pounds out of oh, each hundred or something like that yes but that's not just for that's like all of the tax that we have to pay oh that's um, nothing you guys yeah. get less taxes than i do but it's graded so, you know, if I earn over a certain amount a year, let's say, I don't know. I don't know what the thresholds are. It's been too long since I've, I've done that. Um, but let's say I earn over 60K a year, my threshold would go up to 40%. And if I earn less than, I don't know, 8K a year, it would be, you know, 15%. So it's all kind of graded, but it can go as high as 50% of your earnings. And that's why the Rolling that. Stones left England and came to connecticut or whatever absolutely that's why everyone has like uh you know cayman island holding company bullshit well so for example for, for somebody like me it's better to live in england healthcare wise uh i mean yeah. but otherwise but for some reason i feel like your son gets sick so much and will was saying <laughs> that people get sick so much over there because it's always gloomy and and sad and rainy and stuff like that so i think i'll stick to my my so uh, my mom and everybody here uh, complains about how messed up the healthcare here is, and I kind of get it. I try to take care of myself. Uh, I always tell people, "Eat well, exercise." Uh, I feel like you know, going to the doctor is only for rich people because I don't have insurance. But now, when you become a dad, you kind of have to take care of yourself, and blah 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 blah. So um, I think I, I talked about how my I had like a little rash on my finger. It was not going away. I just wanted to go to a dermatologist and it turned out I needed to pay $65 to see 
my doctor that I was assigned to then didn't even ask me and that guy needed to see whether I needed to have another doctor. So basically I was going to have to pay $65 three times just to see the doctor that I knew I needed. Um, that is going to tell me that I had a test to be done. It's going to be another $100 and then get medicines. So when they told me all that, I just called my <laughs> my cousin in Mexico and asked him, hey, what the hell is this? And he told me what it was and it never went away. I finally went to a doctor, paid $65. And she's like, it's just eczema. You just need like super uh, high, uh, 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 this kind of medicine. And it's, it's going like to go steroid cream yeah, or something, isn't super, it? Like, like yeah. 0.6 steroid cream. And I'm like, but doctor, I've been having this for over six months. She's like, how about this? Just put it on for a week. If it doesn't go away, give me a call. And man, that girl was on point. I put that shit on and, and a week was gone. So yeah. anyway, so but the point is like I waited that long because I didn't want to pay copay, which is 65. Uh, all right, so this is what happens. So I pee a lot, and I'm going to be honest. Let's just say I, I pee a lot, and uh, I've been going to the restroom more and more and more. I do drink a lot of water. Uh, I do. Uh, I'm always nervous, so there's a couple things there. So at some point, I decided to, like, just check it, right? And I started peeing at night once or sometimes twice. And you know me, I'm super hypochondriac, so I'm thinking I have a cancer in my prostate. So I'm like, you know what? I'm about to turn 40. Might as well let the doctor put two fingers on my butt, touch my prostate, and tell me that I'm crazy. So I'm like, why don't I just do that? (laughs) So I was about to go to the doctor, I want to say like a month ago, and then my girlfriend needed to do something, so I had to cancel it. And then uh, about... Two weeks ago, I made another appointment and I was at, about to go in uh, in at the end of April. And then uh, I watched a commercial when I was watching the Laker game. And it said how the new Biden organization had made all these changes about things and has helped people. And this girl and the girl says, oh, Elisa is paying one dollar for insurance. And I started laughing like, yeah, right. One dollar for insurance. I paid like 45 for the cheapest ones. Um, and then I get a notice like four days before the end of May saying like you have a couple of things that you go, need to go check out at, uh, your insurance because we send you a couple of messages. And I'm like, all right, let's go see. And it says right there, you ha- we have made some changes that are going to be effective uh, May 1st. Now you're only going to pay $1 for insurance. I was like, what? Wow. And then I'm like, all right. And then I went and then it gave me an option to upgrade my plan, right? So I was like, oh, let me upgrade to what I was paying, like 45 and get a better plan and less copay. So I called the doctor, canceled my appointment. And because I was going to save money just by doing that. And then yeah. I did that. So I just go to the doctor because also my brother, I have a history of prostate things like uh, an uncle of mine had a cancer uh not to go into much details but my brother's older than me and he had uh, some issues about that uh very scary ones and i pee a lot uh, uh sometimes i feel like i get out of the bike and something is happening there so i just wanted to go check it out and i went to a doctor and then uh, i don't know if i told you that sometimes i also feel like my throat is hurting every time i eat 
I feel like there's a little thing on my throat. Uh, I feel like I need to cough. There's something there. And I know that when I was in Guatemala, they removed my tonsils. And one of them grew back. So don't ask me how, but they removed both of my tonsils and one of them grew back. Anyways, so I think that I need to get removed my, my tonsils. So I go to the doctor with all this dilemma, right? I'm about to die of cancer. I have a new tonsil that needs to be removed. And just to point, you know, make it the big scheme and blah, blah, blah. So I go to a doctor, the same doctor that uh, told me not to worry about it. It's not skin cancer. Just put this little cream and everything will go away. And I go and she's like, oh, so you're here for a freaking uh, frequent urination. And I'm like, yeah, doctor, uh, my brother's 15 years older. He has some BPM problems. Uh, my uncle died of this. Uh, so basically, I just want you to check my prostate to see if it's big. And if I don't have to worry about it and come back in five years, she's like, you're too young for this. And I'm like, what? Yeah, we don't check for that until like people who are 50. And uh, we just check your urine because they made me cup, uh, pee on a cup. And yeah. and there's nothing wrong that we see that there's no, uh, you know, like there's no viruses. There's nothing. And I'm like, wait, you guys already checked that for in 15 minutes? She's like, yeah, we did it. Like, all right. She's like, um, have you ever pee a lot? I'm like, yeah, all my life. Well, you're fine. And I'm like, <laughs> but I I go to a restaurant now, like once a night. You're fine. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, you know, you, you seem healthy. You she's like, do you drink water? I'm like, yeah, a lot. You're fine. And I'm like, but doctor, why don't you just, you know, put your fingers up there and check it? She's like. Nah, you're fine. There's nothing wrong in your urine. There's, we're still going to make some other tests, but there's no way you could have prostate cancer and stuff like that. I'm like, all right, doctor. All right, so now I have something on my throat that I feel like uh, every time I eat, there's something there. I, I need to clear my throat. Uh, sometimes yeah. uh, when I go to sleep, I can't sleep because I feel like I need to swallow that thing down. And it never. She's like, all right. Um, you have allergies. I'm like, girl, allergies. <laughs> I don't have allergies. She's And then she says, uh, you have allergies and heartburn. And I'm like, oh, bitch, how'd you know about that? And I'm like, uh, she's like, have you ever had heartburns? And I'm like, you mean like the food comes a little bit up and, and then it burns my throat? She's like, yeah, you have heart, heartburns and you have nasal drip. And I'm like, nasal drip? She's like, yeah, it's kind of allergy. And then uh, what happens is the mucus comes down. And then every time you eat, the heartburn goes up. And then the mucus that you have there, it feels like you need to cough it out or you feel like you have something there. And I'm like, bitch, she's right. And I'm like, ah, I wanted her to like, and she's like, we're going to check your throat anyways. And she pulls down my mask. She checks it. She's like, nah, you're fine. And I'm like, <laughs> damn it. And I'm like, and she's like, we're going to give you some medicine for allergies and heartburns. And I'm like, okay, doctor, I don't like medicine. Is there anything that I could change? She's like, do you drink coffee? And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, first thing I do in the morning. She's like, um, you could cut down on that. And I'm like, fuck. She's like, do you uh, eat spicy food? I'm like, no, no, I don't eat spicy food. She's like, do you eat? a lot of acidic food and then she's like and i'm like yeah even on my tea i put lemon 
let's cut that. And she's like, how about this? How about you take the medicine for a week, see if it helps, and if it doesn't help, we're wrong. So she left, and she's like, you're fine. And I just got up and said, what a waste of 35 fucking dollars. But at least now you know. Now you've got the 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 the, the serene mind that comes from knowing that it's all in your head. Uh, and there's probably some weird stuff going on, but it's not serious. And you've you've literally you've got that, and that's amazing. I do have a couple of questions though, Jose. First of all, so when you told her that you had your tonsils removed and one of them grew back, what did she say to that? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know if that's possible. It sounds really weird to me, but it, I don't know. It might be possible. Um, yeah. That, so, I mean, that's pretty amazing that they can find all that stuff out. She might have thought that. I have. I, I. You and me are quite similar in terms of age, right? So I. I. I have a little bit of apprehension and a little bit of nervousness about the two fingers up the pooper thing that uh that they have to do i'm I'm like i'm okay with it i i just i you know it's it's not gonna be a great day when i have to when that has to happen um but i think you're right i think it's like 45 plus they do that because i think my brother had it recently i thought it was yeah. 40 and i'm like 38 so i was like girl just go up there and just touch yeah, the, my prostate they, let me know if it's fine i'll see you in five years yeah that i they don't don't tend to do pre-orders on that shit though um <laughs> it, it's more <laughs> it's more like cool you're 40 we'll get it done when you're 40 um you know what's funny like be besides everything um when i did my first appointment uh and then uh i had to explain to the nurse and i'm like hey so basically this is what's happening i just want to get my prostate checked she's like all right we'll come here and we'll probably do our urine test and and then she says, and then if she needs to send you somewhere, she will send you, uh, or the doctor, right? And then she says, um, uh, when do you want to do an appointment? I'm like, oh, anytime on Thursday or Friday, because when I'm not that busy. And then she's like, do you want a male or female doctor? And I forgot that, you know, I wanted somebody to go up there, right? And I'm thinking, do you think they're saying for me to actually choose a man? But I was like, I don't care. I'm like, a doctor is a doctor for me like yeah exactly. yeah unless exactly. if i was a girl and of course i needed to get my private parts checked that's a different story right uh like you know like more you know every girl has to get their private parts yeah checked. like a smear test and all that yeah. stuff yeah yeah that's that's something a girl doctor should do right because it's kind of weird if a man does it right because like, well, i think it's it's whatever you feel comfortable with right i think um it's it's what you, what you said at the beginning of the conversation is totally true, which is like a doctor's a doctor, right? Like a vagina's a vagina to them, a penis uh, is a penis. No, well, like, I feel more comfortable if a girl goes to a girl. Me, on the other hand, I don't give a shit, right? Like, yeah. what, what are you going to yeah. do? Either you're going to like it or hate it, or you're just a doctor, <laughs> right? Like, what are you going to say? Like, if you're a man, you're going to be like, yeah, dude, what's uh, high five? No, right? It's like, so I was like, I mean, I don't care, but, you know, do girls really want to go up there in somebody's? I don't know. I don't. Who who knows? I mean, I I, I she would have. To, it would have to be done, right? And like, <laughs> it's like um, 
you know, it's just a routine. It's just a job. Like we've all had jobs like that where you just, you have <laughs> no. to do stuff. Not, well, hang on, hang on. Let me dive back. Not jobs specifically like, but we've all had jobs where you've had to do something that's a bit like, mm, don't really feel cool about this, but you, you've done it a couple of times. And then it's like, you know, the, I'm sure the 500th like um, prostate that you've had to check, you know, the thrill's kind of gone out of it at that point, right? Like you're not really taking a note of what the textures are or all of that or what the person looks like. You're just doing it. It's just like a job. Um, yeah. I've never done it. So, yeah. But I, I, I can imagine it's very, very routine. But I'm, I'm yeah, I, I'm, I'm not looking forward to that. I don't think that'll be... I, I mean, the only thing in the UK is because it's like NHS-led, right? For me to call up the doctor's and to try and get an appointment like for anything that isn't like urgent is quite tough there'd be a sizable waiting list because i remember i lost hearing in like one of my ears like this is a few years back um and it was just waxy buildup. it's it's a griffiths family thing we have very waxy ears don't know why apparently my dad had it my mom told me but i i didn't know until it happened to me and it took me like they don't just syringe your ears out over here because they they have to be careful. So what they do is they get you to see a doctor once and then the doctor's like, yeah, it could be waxy buildup or whatever, but try this, try this washing out your ears with, you know, this and see if it helps. And then you book another appointment. The other appointment is like in a month's time. And then it was like over the, I lost hearing in my left ear for like three months because it just took that long to see enough people for them to syringe my ears and get it all booked in. Um, uh yeah so that you know nhs isn't like it's amazing for all the planned stuff and all the like hey if we don't you know suture up this wound he'll die <laughs> um but when it comes to like you know the 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 minor stuff like the another one i had was like um i had like this weird growth thing on my knee and it took me it took two weeks for them to see me and then i go in and they're like it's not cancerous. Pretty sure it's not because they wouldn't look like that. They're like, okay, should I get it removed? And like, yeah, you can. It might just fall off though. <laughs> cool. Okay. What um, happened? I, I think it fell off. <laughs> I think. I think. I think. I just picked it all the time, and eventually it fell off, and the skin around it was fine. But like, that's another example, right? Of like a little bit like the 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 casual poor customer service that you got <laughs> to a certain extent where it's like yeah you don't have that yeah i i can't tell you're an idiot because you know doctor's oath says i can't tell you you're an idiot but you're an idiot it's cool it's fine don't worry about it um do you think yeah. in my chart like all the way at the bottom has like a little note saying like he thinks he has stuff <laughs> <laughs> no probably not i don't think they go that far man i think like at the end of the day you, you want someone who thinks that they've got stuff like if you think about it the worst people are like oh, i'm never seeing a doctor and then they're like stage four cancer and it's like yeah you know i had blood everywhere of everything <laughs> that came out of my body but i thought it was okay like those are the worst people you want people who are you know who are aware of that stuff and are not necessarily web MDing all the time but they're like they're looking for things so that when something goes wrong, they're ready. But you know what? Like, uh, I mean, this is the third thing that I bring to her. And she's my brand new doctor, I guess. And I haven't been to a doctor in a long, long time. And dentist, even worse. I just I'm about to go to a dentist 
for the first time in like 10 years. Um, so <laughs> I got to give it to her because like she cured my whatever eczema I had that I, it lasted for six months. She cured it in a week, right? And yeah. then the, the the cancer, she's like, you're fine. And then I started thinking, yeah, I guess so. And then the throat, uh, like I told her what I had and she like said nasal drip like this, like, like yeah. wow. And then she said heartburn. And I'm like, girl, you're right. But fuck, I thought you were just going to check my throat and say like, you need to get removed that extra thing that you have. Because <laughs> then it's also yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, uh, um, I before uh, we start today, uh, I decided to go and look uh, nasal drip, and then uh, the symptoms. And man, she is right. Nasal drip symptoms are like you feel you have something in your throat, and you are coughing just to take it out. And is <laughs> I was like, what the? She's what about what I'm saying is she's great, and I'm crazy. Yeah, yeah. But you'd use her again, right? Which is what it's all about. Ah, uh, man, she's, like, incredible. So I was like, oh, good thing I they gave me her. And good thing she didn't go up my butt because then she'll be disappointed or something. I don't know. No, you got to wait two years for that. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be worth the wait. Uh, talking about health, um, did you hear that kids here are being vaccinated 12 to 15? No, I didn't. Yeah. What's, so- the, what's, what's the deal with that? So if your kids are 12, um, you could get vaccinated uh, with Pfizer. My my brother, like, immediately got them vaccinated. They're already vaccinated. My niece and my nephew. Uh, how do you feel about that? If you had a 12-year-old boy, you were vaccinated right now? I that That's really difficult, isn't it? Because, like, I think the chances of them getting seriously ill, like, hospitalized ill is quite small but i think ultimately you know you i if i could stop my son from getting a serious cold or serious flu i would totally do it um so yeah i think they've got the data i think you have to <clears throat> you kind of got to trust your your institutions when it comes to stuff like this i really do because like you know there are multiple different scientific studies that are released all the time on this stuff um and I think, you know, there are long-term damages of kids being out of school, of kids not being able to basically see each other's faces and all that stuff in terms of development. So, yeah, I think if it was over here, uh, I mean, my son's three, so he's probably too young for it. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I would totally do it. Like, the experience that I had, you know, like there was, I had, and I have Pfizer as well, I had pretty much no negative symptoms really apart from a sore arm and like <laughs> you know he gets that by falling over or you know jumping into walls and stuff which he does all the time because he's become a boy over the past like month and is just like jumping around all over the place crazy just like you know hey let's see if i can jump from one into the room and narrowly avoid the table hey i can brilliant um so yeah uh i would probably be okay with it how, how do you feel about it because obviously you you've You've got a young son too. <laughs> it's funny because you said sore arm and I was giving you shit. Today I got in trouble for giving people shit about. Because my brother was literally saying that he couldn't move his arm. He's a 50-something-year-old man. And then Andy's like the same. And let's just say somebody in this house was the same. And she's like, you better stop that. And I'm like, what? I'm just saying lift uh, a couple pounds once in a while. And they were like, you better stop that. I was like, 
Bye-bye. Fine, then. Fine. I'm just saying lift a gallon of milk once in a while and do I some push-ups. Think, I don't think that makes a difference, though. <laughs> like, I don't. Um, yeah. I. Uh, th- this is the thing, right? Like, when people moan about uh, side effects of the vaccine on, on social media or whatever, it's... You know, you have to take it in context. Like, what's the alternative? The alternative is getting this thing that could potentially hospitalize them. So, yeah, it's a, uh, it's, it's. My my arm was really sore though, and my my son decided to just kick me like multiple times in the arm for just like no good reason, like whatsoever. Just like, yeah. Anyway, it's all good. Uh, it's all good now. Would I? N- no, I would not vaccinate them immediately. Uh, so I will wait a little bit longer. Now, yeah. if it was me, I did it as soon as I could. Uh, once again, um, I heard a couple of doctors and I'm just relying the info saying that the best way to protect your kids is to protect you, right? Because, yeah. uh, we always say this about parenting. Um, if I decide for my son not to play with your son, it's not about the son personally is about how the parent is raising the kids. So yeah. let's say if I if I feel that my five year old son is playing with the uh, bad influence, uh, I will say don't play with him because it's a bad influence. And unfortunately, it doesn't reflect on him. It reflects how bad that little kid that is putting a bad influence is being raised by his parents. So it goes back to uh, you know. I want every parent to be vaccinated because I'm pretty sure that those people who don't want to get vaccinated are the ones that are in Vegas without masks and been yeah. going for in, to Vegas for the past year. So that's my point. And that's why I will not get vaccinated. My son vaccinated if I had a 12-year-old boy because I've been taking care of myself and we've been very strict, uh, my girlfriend and I. So we are protecting him and... I don't want to put him in that situation at the moment. If it will be required, let's say coming to September in the new year, well, I guess I will think about it. And then I would judge my my nephews and my niece, right? I was like, do you guys grow another head? No? Okay, maybe my son could get it then. You know what I mean? But I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't really vaccinate them, especially maybe 15. But like yeah. 12, 13, 14, uh... But he's vaccinated, like, it'd be vaccinated against other stuff. Like, oh, yeah. um, I know, like, my son, for example, like, you know, whooping cough, rubella. Is that the same thing? I don't know. He's vaccinated against loads of different stuff. Like, because I remember, because there was a massive pain in the ass. Um, and, or pain wherever he got it. Uh, <laughs> but he was okay, right? Like, he, he, he you know, he had a... Uh, you know, he had a temperature, and he had flu-like symptoms and stuff like that. So I think, for me, like, you have to view it as kind of the same as that weird like cocktail vaccination mix that they get uh when they're super super young um you know like if he steps on a wooden nail or some uh, a wooden nail, if he steps on a nail in the garden in a piece of wood he's vaccinated against that as well um so yeah i i think you, you just have to do the reading you just have to do the research and come to your own conclusion like that's what me and my wife did when it came to her being vaccinated because obviously pregnant women are a lot like uh, super young people that we were talking about in terms of, you know, there's not a massive amount of data out there to cover that. 
um but there are enough studies out there enough sample sizes to to feel relatively confident so yeah it's it you have to make a value judgment i'd never judge anyone for not getting a vaccine at this point because they're young vaccines but people who you know have not vaccinated their kids for things that should be gone now like mumps rubella stuff like that it, it yeah it's it's silly really um I, I think, think it just comes down to how much you trust the institutions that are around you, really. I think uh, I told my girlfriend this, that if you are one of those who don't want to get vaccinated, please be the one that is taking care of yourself a lot. Because yeah. if you are saying that you don't want to get vaccinated, but then yet again, you were in Vegas partying a year ago, and that's pretty stupid. You are the one who really needs to get vaccinated right not me yeah. who's been in lockdown for a year and a half and haven't seen his family for a year and a half right but uh, i mean my brother came by a couple of weeks ago so and then we're gonna go to his house and we have been easing up things here and now uh, you know the cdc has you know made it more easy now and we're getting more relaxed in a couple things and things like that so we're just taking it day by day and But this, you know, I don't know. If my son was 12, I will not get him vaccinated. But I don't know. It's a complicated thing. But uh, he is going to go to the dentist for the first time in his life because the school gave us a letter saying that he needed to get a dentist uh, appointment. He did go. I'm sorry. He did go to his uh, uh, first dentist appointment. And it was very kids friendly. It was a kids dentist. Uh, nice. They uh, they literally put him in a in a chair and there was a TV on top where he could watch, and the doctor went in there and they were really nice and I guess they discovered a cavity that she was able to take out but there's one still there who they wanna know if we want to do a filling, and the only reasons because they didn't do it right away is because my son was not letting them do it so, uh you know. So there you go. First time going to a dentist for my son. Uh, of course, I sent my girlfriend, not me, because <laughs> I'm such a wuss. <laughs> um, but how does that happen over there? Do you guys have a, a rule with dentists, even though you say, is your son in a different NHS department or is he the same as everybody? Uh, he's the same as everybody, really. Um, I think they do split it by age. Um, so it's really interesting. So when you're when you have someone who's born into your family they they get given like a little red book and like all their tests are in there from the tests that they've had um so like then they have like growth charts in there and stuff like that uh and all the their vaccine record and things like that um but on the dentist side it's way more kind of like opt-in if you like so that means that we need to find him a dentist he's three now he we he should be going to a dentist just once just for a checkup to see what's going on which is insane um but it's okay uh, i don't have a dentist i should have a dentist i just haven't got around to it again because it's that opt-in kind of thing so when you move into a new area you should the first thing you should do is find a new dentist uh i've lived here for nine years i haven't done that yet <laughs> but it's on my to-do list it's definitely on there um but i've never had a problem right so uh i I, sh I should get a dentist so that that's the next thing for me and him to do is find a dentist but not all dentists want kids Uh, and in the UK, it's a really odd situation, especially in the South, where we've got uh, way too many people for the number of dentists that are qualified for the area. Um, so getting a dentist is harder than it seems. Um, yeah. 
So, so that's, we need more dentists. That's something that you should push your your nephews and your son to be then a dentist. That's yeah. Yep. That's high demand over there. Yep. Um, and there's only getting more as well because the amount of sugar in everything is absolutely insane. Um, so yeah, that the, we we've got to do that. That's our next thing to do. But the weird thing is, like, I can't imagine sending a three-year-old to the dentist because, like, I can barely brush his teeth without him complaining, really. And I've started to get him to brush his teeth, and he's he's getting it. He's doing okay. But like, we have like an elaborate counting system now, where it's like, you know, let's count to ten. I didn't get that to that area of your mouth. Let's count to 10 again. Okay. You pushed me <laughs> aggressively out of your mouth that time. Let's count to 10 again and try that one. It's just like, I I swear he's just going to bite a dentist. Like he's just going to go, oh, uh, and you know, I, I don't want to be responsible for that. So yeah, that, that's the thing that we have to do. Um, and I'll let you know how it goes. I I think it's going to go terribly, but uh, we, we should do it. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. That's one thing that we pushed. Uh, I was like, he's going to get rid of those anyway, so what's the point, right? I mean, if, if I would have yeah. not had that note, I don't think he would have gone to the dentist until, like, we see a black tooth. Be like, oh, shit. Okay, we probably have... No, no, I'm kidding. But, you know, I take high priority in his health. We feed him well. I take him out for exercise and things like that. But I think the dentist was one of those things, maybe because I'm the same, that I was like, eh, what for? You know, that thing is going to come off anyways. But I learned now that could get really bad in a root canal. Because when she came back, she's like, we need to go back for a feeling. I was like, ah. So I, I had loads of fillings when I was a kid, like loads and loads. And I, I'm pretty sure I'm okay. Um, yeah, it's it's weird that, isn't it? Because your, your teeth are super important. Um, and I think when you have a... It's weird. When you have like a young kid, uh, like that's less than four, right? Like a three-year-old, the state of a three-year-old's teeth is oddly quite a like indictment of your parenting, which is dumb, right? Like it shouldn't be. But it totally is because everyone knows that all three-year-olds are mental and they just are really, really violent and would just hit loads of people for just like no reason. So kind of your only real judgment is like, is how their teeth look. Um, and his teeth look great. Like there's no issues there, but he's he's just got a little bit of plaque in, in certain places. Um, and for me, I just, I just obsess over stuff like that. Um, things because I know my teeth were a nightmare when I was his age. So you know, I think when you're a parent, your neurosis and your your personal neuroses kind of get implanted on the kid, right? Um, and he doesn't care. Like he'd he'd eat anything. Of course he would. Um, and he doesn't really want to brush his teeth either, like no kid does. Uh, no matter how many bloody nice toothbrushes you get them, they still don't really care. Um, so yeah, I'll let you know how the tooth, how the how the dentist stuff goes. Ugh, ugh. Uh, well, well, we learned that uh, Andy's beautiful wife is healthy. Andy has a new profile picture showing his health. <laughs> Our kids are good in health. I didn't need it to have two fingers up my butt. So there you go. So I think we're all doing okay as I know. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Are you uh. ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Uh. Out of the doorway, the bullets rip. Repeat to the sound of the beat. We have a little segment called Andy's Jokes. 
And the way the segment work is that Andy bites his nails and then tells us a joke. <laughs> and if you want to be part of this wonderful segment, you can send us an email. Hello at josedelarroca.com. Hello at josedelarroca.com. I think I'm going to stop saying this because in two, three years, we have never had an email about your jokes. But anyways, if you want to be part of this segment, let us know if Andy's jokes was good or bad or if you want to send us a joke for andy hello at josedelarroca.com and before i say anything else this segment is brought to you by sober industries sober industries is the leading provider of clown customs located in pittsburgh pennsylvania ladies and gentlemen the guy who has not seen a doctor in about nine years all the way from the south of england part of the united kingdom only when it comes to geography, because if it's the World Cup, it's England, Welsh, Ireland, and two more. And I messed up this already. Anyways. You, you, you did. You did. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. We're going to get lots of angry emails. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, at least <laughs> people are sending emails. Hello at <laughs> josedelarroca.com. Take it away, Andy. Here you go. Andy with Andy's jokes. Okay. Two jokes this week. Uh, one for USA people, <laughs> one for UK people. <laughs> one for Let's say North American. Let's say North American. Hang on. Let's say North American. I, I, I don't throw me in with your crazy lack of geographical knowledge. That's that's not cool. I don't like that. <clears throat> okay, Jose, where do you take someone who gets injured while playing hide and seek? Okay. Let Let me repeat what you're thinking. Where do you take someone who gets injured while playing hide and seek? Uh, hold on, I think I have it. Uh, I don't know, Andy. Where? To the ICU. Uh, yeah, that's good. Good, 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 good. Yeah, that, that's the result I want. Someone say good. Yeah, the, the, la- laughing's optional on these things. So we, we all know that. It's all good. It's all good. Um, <laughs> so the, the next one. This one's this one's a bit better, but it's it involves way more. English-like slang words, really. Uh, <clears throat> okay. Did you hear about that guy who got run over by a steam train? No, what happened? He was chuffed to bits. So chuffed, in the UK terms, means that he's super happy. But a chuff, as in a train chuffs along, right? And uh, basically, it means that um, he was... a chuffed as in that's what a train does to bits yeah yeah you you i you'd have found that really funny if you're if you're english i mean i yeah this that's definitely the problem with that joke the mothers are here anyways <laughs> if you want to be part of andy's jokes you can send us an email hello at jose de la roca hello at jose de la roca dot com ladies and gentlemen your favorite segment of the week and i'm gonna put him on the spot because he hasn't been here for two weeks anyways uh i have a i have a beef to pick with you oh no let's just say uh i don't know if it was you or it's not a beef really so relax uh (laughs) he's biting his nails he's sweating He's coughing. He's growing a beard. All that stuff. And it's happening yep. right now. Anyways, uh, I think 
uh, two weeks ago uh, in our podcast, you were saying how difficult was to uh, change the battery on the PS2 controllers? No, PS3 controllers. Yeah, PS3. Yep. Let's just say somebody told me that you're wrong. It's very easy. So <laughs> let's tell just, me how easy is it? Let's just say that that person, uh, I don't want to say makes the controllers, but kind of makes the controllers. So the person who knows more than nobody, because he literally knows everything about yeah. co uh, consoles, told me it's very easy. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> And everything started because I made a mistake and I told them, uh, hey, how's the, what do you think about the new, uh, I, I think I said space PS5. And he's like, space PF, PS5? And I'm like, and then I'm, I went on Google and I'm like, oh, Galaxy controllers. Oh, okay. Anyways, did you see that? There's some Galaxy theme PS5 controllers. No, what the hell are those? Yeah. Have they got like a Nebula on them or something? Yeah, there's like brand new controllers. Anyways. So nice, I was, nice. and then, uh, and then my my backup. I was like, oh, by the way, Andy said that the controllers on the PS3 are hard to change the battery. He's like, no, they're not. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, they're super easy. All right, I'm gonna tell him. So there you go. <laughs> can can I like send him my dead PS3 controllers? <laughs> tell me what what what's wrong with it, and I'm pretty sure I could we could fix it. So here's what it was. So basically, I got my PS3 out of the loft. For some reason. I don't know why. I can't remember why. I think it was to play Resistance 2. Which Resistance is like a great series by Insomniac Games. It's like a sci-fi shooter. It's kind of like Halo. But a bit more like violent and depressing. Um, uh, which is really, really good. Uh, and it's kind of about the end of the world. And it's set in like World War 2. And then it progresses on all to like modern day. And it's it's really grim, depressing. But the, the guns are cool. Uh, and basically on PS3 controllers. They just die. Like they're charged by USB plugged both of mine in none of them would charge and then i did a workaround in the end which was just plugging them direct via a adapter into the into the um into the power socket and it and it worked eventually but they were hard to charge i couldn't get to the buttons and that really annoyed me uh anyway so that was that was that um uh but yeah i i'm, I'm glad that it's easy uh I, I think i just wasn't very patient um yeah so gaming news stuff I mean, the, the Epic versus uh, Apple stuff is still going on. There's great deposition if you want to read about that online, uh, like Apple lawyers explaining um, why Epic decided to put a banana in a suit rather than having a banana being naked in the game. <laughs> uh, really weird stuff. Um, really odd definitions about what a game is. It's great. Like seeing like, you know, 300k a year lawyers arguing about video games is hilarious so definitely google that if you're looking for some fun um so that's just epic versus apple deposition the new york times has got some cool articles on it and so does um uh the verge as well really really funny uh i have a question for you oh go for it go for it so um uh like i said my my brother came to visit us uh literally last uh saturday and of course my nephew came in and my niece and he brought his uh, Switch. And <laughs> I hadn't seen my nephew in almost a year. This guy changed so much. I mean, he's a 15-year-old boy now. So, yeah. you know, that's the age when they go from, like, 
whoa, what happened, right? Like, he is he is now the tallest of the family. Not that there's a lot of, to brag about, but he is. And let's just say he's been playing too much video games and not active. So I was like, whoa, who's this guy? Uh, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I think he, he listens to this because he... Um, he uh, he I was telling up uh, I was telling him about you and then he turns and he's like I don't play Pokemon for 15 hours straight <laughs> you are a liar you are lying to people I did not play Pokemon for 15 hours straight and then I was like well if I text you at 10 in the morning and you're playing then I text you at 3 and you're playing and I text you at 8 and you're playing what does that tell you and he's like well what if I took a break what if I ate I did not. He was mad. He was like, don't tell people that I play 15 hours straight. And I'm like, how about 15 hours here and there? Okay. Man, you got to be careful. If he's taller than you, you can kick your ass now. Oh, yeah. You know, he's he's going to have good reach. I'm to his, <laughs> I'm to his shoulders. I like, But again, I'm only 5'2". But uh, anyway, so so they came in and we were eating. The kids ate first because there's only only four people fit in my little table and then the kids ate first and then uh, we were eating and they started playing this brand new game and i started looking at it and my son was enjoying it and you gotta remember this is a 15 year old kid playing with a five-year-old kid and my niece right and then i noticed they were playing a mario game but they were playing soccer and I was like, this looks cool. And then I hear my son being very happy. And I see how they're having an entertain. And then I see the games that are playing. And they look, this looks really cool. And the game is um, Mario versus Sonic, the Olympic game 2020. Have you heard about this one? Uh, yeah, I have. Yeah. So what do you it's think like about a- it? So it's really cool. So it's basically, it's like a compilation of all the different sports of the Olympics. So I think they've got tennis on there. Yeah. I don't know if they've got a rugby sevens thing on there. Um, That's not got a game. Football. Uh, <laughs> um, they've got loads of different stuff. So it's a little bit like um, like Mario Party, if you ever played that, which is like loads of these different mini games. Um, but the Olympics one's really cool because the games are a little bit more fleshed out because they've got the Olympics license. So it's the Tokyo Olympics as well. That's um, the one. That's the one. Yeah, uh, it's really, really good. I think it's um, it's like perfect for family gaming, right? Uh, that's what Nintendo does amazingly well. Um, I haven't played it myself, but I've seen videos of it. It looks really cool. Um, I think yeah. it was perfect for a uh, my son to play another game besides Mario Kart with them. And it's very like team-like where like uh, Bowser could be playing a goalie in a soccer tournament against Mario, which for me is pretty cool. So I thought about buying yeah. it. And right now it's on special on Amazon. It's like half price for like $35 instead of 60. So I was just thinking, I'm like, man, I wonder what Andy thinks. But yeah, I think it's pretty cool. It's very family oriented. And I think I'm going to get it. it will be another game that my, my son could play with my nephew and my niece across the internet. No, it's really good for that. I would also, so Mario Party, they just added an online mode for that as well, like literally last week. So that's a good one to look at as well. Um, my um, my son's starting to look at the Switch and the Switch games more and more. So at the moment we're playing, uh, like he's three, right? So we can't really play anything because he, he just doesn't have the, the dexterity for it. But we play a game called Starlink and that's like, it's 
essentially like a toys to life thing which means that you plug the controllers into like this plastic thing uh that also has a spaceship on it and essentially you are like exploring the universe and you can sw- swap out different weapons and different components ubisoft discontinued it like uh like last year um or even the year before that i think um but you can get the parts super cheap so if you go to like your local dollar store or your local whatever chances are they probably have some of this stuff because ubisoft basically just sold it on mass it was massively like it didn't sell at all at full price um so all these cheap charity shops like picked it up super super uh cheap um so yeah it's a game called starlink uh definitely would recommend that one as well on the switch and if anybody wants to play with andy he plays around 2 p.m pacific time so go check him out no time too and i don't play after that i i get in trouble with my wife all the time i'd I'd stay up until too late playing games but i just thing is with the baby coming i'm just like i'm gonna be too tired for games so i need to kind of get it in now um yeah yeah and i'm trying to get my son into games he's kind of into games anyway um but he's he really likes oddly and we're going through potty training at the moment. And one of the ways we've been able to keep him on a potty while pooing, this is gamer related, I absolutely promise, is uh, he likes watching videos of Mario Party <laughs> on a phone. Um, so we, we keep him on, are able to keep him on the toilet and thinking about the, the, the duty zone um, or doing poop uh, by putting those videos in front of him as well. So, yeah, I'll let you know how that carries on. Uh, there you go. And... Um... That's one thing that we do when uh, we need to cut my son's nails. We play something on YouTube or, or uh, oh, talking about YouTube, um, or anything for him to stay still, and we cut his nails. But um, I forgot to mention that my son and I created a YouTube channel. I forgot to mention this long time ago. Anyways, uh, big news, guys. Here, let me get something. Yeah. Um, big news. So, uh, my son likes to read a lot and incredible that I forgot to mention this. Um, my son likes to read a lot. We re- we have been reading ever since he was born. And, uh, if you guys have been listening to this podcast long enough, uh, you know that I was against TV for such a long time. He watches way more TV now because the lockdown and he's getting older. And I believe that we already did our job for five years to, get him away from that and we read books like literally constantly and now he's able to read so one day i decided to just record him and i reading books and as you guys know i have recorded my son many many times just like this hey look at papa he's so short and he has no hair can you believe he has no hair at all Ever since he was little, he had recorded songs. He has like a Christmas song out there where he says, uh, I fart a lot and things like that. He's been part of the, he's in the intro. I created an Elmo song of him. So he's used to the, the microphone. He is very, you know, he knows about the microphone. He knows that Papa records. He works in audio. So I decided to start recording him and I reading and uh, when he does uh, sharing time at school through Zoom, I told the teacher, hey, we did this thing. And I don't know if you want to show it to the class. And she showed the class and it was a hit. So if anybody wants to um, uh, follow us on YouTube, it's basically my son and I reading 
children's books. So it's Pete the Cat, and uh, we have done five videos so far. And the way I see it is that I'm going to create as many videos as it's read out loud where we are reading the book and you're seeing the book on the screen. It's very, it's not like my old one, the one that I did with the cat in the hat where I'm holding the book. I figure out a way to screen grab that and I'm reading the book and we are going through the pages. It's very nice produced, sounds awesome. Um, and the best part is my son is incredible. It's, it's, I'm very proud of him for doing that. He steals the show, which supposed to happen. Uh, the first one, I talked more. And then the second one, he talked a little bit more. And the more we do it, the more he talks. So not only helps him read and helps him with his diction, uh, it's a father and son bonding thing. And hopefully people, you know, watches it. And I told my girlfriend I'm going to do you know, about a hundred videos in a period of three, four years. And let's say if something happens where it becomes popular and he starts getting money, I'll give the money to him for his future. So it's a win-win situation. I think Andy saw a couple of them. What do you think? They're good, man. They're really, really good. I think um, it's always good to get, because like, obviously for us, like we, we speak English here, like English is my native tongue, right? But it's always good to, listen to um other kids uh and yourself talking um because it's really really good for for my son and it's good for me as well to be fair uh it's just a different way you don't hear it that much um so yeah i would definitely recommend checking them out for sure yeah and and- introduced some books to me that i like i never read pete the cat before but I had seen the amazon show so to see the actual book was, was pretty cool the amazon show there's a show yeah 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 uh, it's got um, Elvis Costello does the music for it. Oh, wow. Unless that was a dream. If I had a dream about that. No, that's true. No, that's absolutely true. It's a thing. Yeah, yeah I got uh, I got some white shoes. Yeah. Itty Bitty Spider by James Dean. One day, while playing outside with his friends, Pete the Cat spotted something cool. Look, shout it, Pete. Wow, it's so small, said Gus. It's an itty bitty spider, said Carly. The itty bitty spider climbed up the water spout. Down came the rain and washed the spider out. Out came the sun and dried up all the rain. Pete and his friends knew just what to do. Everyone cheered on the tiny spider. Pete the cat said, try again, itty bitty spider. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just to listen to him and it just imagine when he gets older, he's probably going to hate it. But then maybe when he gets to our age, he will like it the most. And, you know, for a little boy like your your son to hear a kid read it, I think it must be something different, right? Something special or whatever you want to call it. So I think it's a wonderful thing that uh, my son and I created and go check it out. I'll put a link on the description for you guys to go follow it. And, you know, don't forget to give us thumbs up, uh, like it and everything. But uh, before we go, do you have anything to say? Shout outs, anything? Uh, thank you to you for, for organizing the podcast, man. Really appreciate it. And um, and for, for doing all the fancy pants producer stuff. Uh, really, really appreciate it. Um, massive shout out to my wife for, uh, you know, about to bring daughter into the world that's amazing um and you know really really appreciate all the all the all the pain and suffering that she's having to go through at the moment um and um 
Yeah. Uh, a massive shout out to Will and his wife as well, who I'm sure is going through the same thing. Um, and thank you to everyone who listens to the podcast. It, it's, it's, and supports us. Was it episode 102, whatever it is now? Um, we really appreciate it. And we promise that Andy will still be here once in a while. <laughs> You're going to yeah, be busy, yeah. man. It's incredible to think that how busy you will be. And I know you're scared and we're here for you. Uh, and Thanks, we're so here for you that you could skip a podcast or two because I'm pretty sure <laughs> Will will be delighted to stop by. And uh, I think you said you might have other people that would like to step up, right? Yes, yes. So the plan is for us to get more people, more dads, um, share more of the dad without a dad love uh, and basically just share more experiences um, so yeah we'll be having more guests soon what's up guys Jose de la Roca here and I'm happy to announce that I have partnered up with Live Bearded to share with you all the amazing products that make my beard feel and look this good so go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code de la Roca to get 10% off your order. Go check those guys out because they're amazing bearded guys just like I am. And they only have one mission, for the beer men to look, feel, and be their best. So go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code DELAROCA to get 10% off your order. That is DELAROCA, D-E-L-A-R-O-C-A. And uh, let me ask you lastly, when is Father's Day over there? That is a really good question. Uh, I think it's June. I think it's like June 28th or something. It's like, I've never had to worry about it. Um, <laughs> well, it seems like you like, don't even have to worry about your son's birthday either. You had to get reminded too. But Oh, yeah. Well, that's what Google Calendar is for, right? Like if I sync out my calendar, like I'm completely screwed. Um, yeah, I think it's like, I want to say it's like June 28th or June 21st, something like that. All right, yeah, so yeah. this is actually perfect because uh, I was talking to my neighbor who has wonderful kids and now my son is playing with them, very wonderful uh, people, and she's from Europe. She is from, I forgot the country name, but um, she was also saying how uh, Mother's Day is on March, March 8th. Yep. Is that where you guys have it? So yep. it's a yep. European First thing. First Sunday of March, yep. Uh, and so Mother's Day here is made uh, second Sunday of May and Latin America is made the 10th. But this is going to be the first time that something links up because uh, here in the United States and Latin America, it's June too. So and so, if you guys have Father's Day on June, I think we should do June, uh, the Father's Day month for us. And if anybody wants to be part of the celebration, be a a guest uh, host or just be uh, a guest. You can send me an email, hello at josedadarroca.com, hello at josedadarroca.com. As you guys know, uh, imagine if, you're, if your daughter is born on Father's Day. What a trip. What a gift. But then she's going, Then you're never going to have Father's Day anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My birthday's on the 1st of June as well, so I got that going. Um, yeah, it'll be fine. Whatever. We'll deal with it. We'll deal with it. I so mean, it's, at least it's uh, ages away from um, from Christmas, so... I'm totally happy about that. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so there you go. So if anybody wants to be part of uh, that without a dad June father celebration, just uh, hit us up. Uh, where could people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Gaming Goodness. I don't have a job anymore. So I've got a lot of free time <laughs> on my hands. Um, that's hey. about to be eaten up by a new baby. So if you do want to follow me on Twitter, you will find, you know, things that I've put on, thoughts, 
parenting things, some politics things, some whatever. Yeah, just hit me up on Twitter. The best is you saying I don't have a job anymore because it literally shows on Twitter that you don't have a job anymore because your tweets now are... Oh, first of all, you tweet more now. And second of all, your tweets are literally saying, now I was able to play this game that I've been (laughs) wanting to play for such a long time. And those are your tweets now. It's like saying, like, I have a life now, so I've been playing video games. So it's it's spot on that you say now that I don't have a job. <laughs> it's totally true though. I've even put it on LinkedIn. I've put like, I'm not interested in anything. <laughs> I am a stay-at-home dad. <laughs> Please don't contact me. <laughs> Which is basically what it says. Um, so yeah. Uh, oh, a massive shout out to uh, Night Studio Games as well. Uh, they sent me a really nice thing on Twitter recently. So yeah, shout out to them. That's it. There you go. Uh, what do they do? Uh, they make, uh, they've made two amazing games. One's called Party Hard and the other one's called Oxen Free. Um, but yeah, they're, they've made awesome games, really clever, like adventure games, dialogue heavy, really well written. Um, yeah, very web 2.0, if you like, in terms of like uh, culture and context. But yeah, really, really good. Well, we learned that this uh, podcast, we all healthy. And for what it seems, it's all about party time with Andy. <laughs> Uh, so he's going to go to the pub, he's going to go play football, and he's going to go go-karting. So why don't we start the party now and celebrate Andy's final week as a, I know, one dad person. 14-year-old boy, it sounds like. <laughs> Andy, thank you very much. Uh, once again, please follow this podcast, share with people, uh, subscribe to the podcast. And if you want to donate for us to stay in SoundCloud, you could do so. Send us an email. Hello at josedelarroca.com. Hello at josedelarroca.com. You have been listening to Dad Without a Dad. My name is Jose de la Roca. Until next time, goodbye.